Hello, everyone. Thank you for coming in to the Self-Love and Healing Podcast. This is Akila Bhatia, and this is episode six, and it's going to be about energy, energy. Yeah, so, um, and specifically about protecting energy, you know, um, I just had an epiphany the other day when I was like, you know what I do? I wait till my energy or my joy level gets really high. And then I want to share it with someone else. Now, usually when I share it with someone else, that person isn't on my same level of energy, joy, positivity, looking forward to forward movement. And then I feel drained. And then I'm left with myself (laughs) to pick myself back up again to try to gain that amount of joy or energy I had prior to talking to that individual, whoever it may be. Now, in these days, they'd be talking about protecting your energy, protecting your energy. Yeah, protecting. I'm interested and I'm working on protecting my energy, my mental health, because I find that, like, say I'm calling someone to just share my joy with them. Not really about joyful, about a certain um, accomplishment, but just calling, being happy to see what's going on. If that person is uh, usually negative or they like chaos, etc., I get some secondhand trauma for all all that stuff. Like that makes an impact on my mental health. Well, dealing with too much secondhand trauma affects my confidence. It affects my mental health. It affects um, it makes an imprint on me. And the negativity is not even directed towards me. It's just me hearing people talk about this or talk about that or what they say they're going to do or what they would have done if, you know, just just negativity in general. Now, I figured, like, why do I wait till I feel so joyful and I want to give my best energy to a person? And then nine times out of ten, I feel drained because they're not pouring into me like I'm pouring into them. Now I got to try to get back up to where I was. I'm just going to work on saving my energy for myself. Uh-uh. And when I get the energy, see, I think what happened to me when I was younger, it's like when I get the energy up until now, it's Maybe I don't know what to do with it. Or I just, I think it's a little bit of that, but then it's also, I'm so happy. It's like, let me share this because I know the joy that I have when I have it is a gift. So, um, but I'm going to start keeping that for myself because I can use that to be more productive. But at the same time, you got to have somebody to talk to, especially when you're healing from a relationship or healing from any type of trauma, family trauma, on the job trauma, etc. You got to have somebody to talk to. You don't want to be the lone wolf or the lone survivor, things like that, because um, people need people. Now, I have a therapist. I have a coach. But the thing is, I only talk to the therapist once a week. And then I talk to the coach, maybe my coach, maybe once a month. Now, um, depending on what your finances look like, you may be able to talk to a coach more than that. But, you know, in between all that time, 
if you have a great friend or it, it might even be just a friendly person to speak to you and hopefully um, pour into you just like you pour into people. Now, I know we're talking about mental health and, you know, protecting our mental health and our energy. But since I mentioned talking to a therapist and a coach, I just want to say that every therapist ain't for everybody. You know what I mean? Um, so you have to, like, you know, vet therapists. Well, you should vet therapists to make sure they are matched for you. Um, and that's what I did. I just want to tell y'all a real short story. So I had a therapist. I had a therapist. This is my first therapist with this company. And I um, I did it because someone said I should talk to someone, you know, a counselor, etc. And I'm like, I don't know why, but okay, if you think I need to, let me go ahead, you know. So, and she was great. I kind of even took her for granted a little bit because uh, we worked together for about eight to ten weeks and... I wasn't ready to do the homework in the app that I downloaded for my therapy sessions. Like I did a little bit, but I just wasn't ready for it. And um, well, they say, lo and behold, <laughs> lo and behold, um, she got another opportunity. And I'm guessing a better opportunity because she had to resign or, you know, leave her position. And I was I was unfazed at first. I was like, okay, girl, all right, you got this. Okay, well, I hope it's something better. And but when I had to find me another therapist, mm, 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 that's when I knew I'm like, okay, uh, this is tough. Finding a good fit is tough. So let me tell you, the second therapist, it was a um, it was a lady. But when I was talking to her, she, I could tell that she wanted to feel better than me. And, you know, that's like an intuition thing. And if you've been around these type of people, you know, you just pick it up, you know. So I was like, no, this ain't going to work here. So, you know, sister, sister want to feel better than me. Um, I'm going to have to go to the next therapist. So then I went to another therapist, right? She was Indian. Now, I or she sounded Indian. Um, but I had to, I wanted to cancel the appointment, but because I had not been feeling good. So I wanted to cancel the appointment, but she um, wanted to stay on the phone for at least 15 minutes so it wouldn't count as a no-show. So she was running down the questions. Didn't ask me nothing about if, you know, hey, you have any questions for me? She's just running them down, running them down. And I know she's just trying to get as much in as she can because, you know, she don't want to, um, she want to get paid. So after about 10 minutes, I was like, this starting to feel like, a, a, what you call it, a deposition or something. Like, I'm starting to feel interrogated. So I'm like, let me ask her some questions. And so I started asking her questions about probably about why she does things and, you know, what's her motivation to be a therapist and if she knew about narcissistic personality disorder, things like that. But I think the first question I asked her, she chuckled and uh, I asked her, why did she laugh? And she talked about, she said, well, the people 
when I ask people questions sometimes and if they don't feel like answering them, she said they start to ask me questions. And I'm like, that's not why I was asking you questions. I thought it was it was starting to feel rude to me. So I was like, wait a minute, back up now. Let me let me ask you something. But anyway, I can tell she was a type of uh, therapist or I think she may have been a doctor, too. I'm not sure. But anyway, she was a type that thought she knew everything. She thought she was superior. Uh, she just she just wasn't it for me. The chuckle, the laugh, that, that was the end, end of the story. So then I found another one. By this time, I'm tired of looking because I don't went through a list. I'm looking at pictures and bios and trying to figure out what's going to work. So I found the therapist that I'm talking to now. But she all right. She all right. But she pretty much just be stonewalling me. <laughs> feel like she be stonewalling me throughout the whole one hour session. And I am inclined to think of ways to work through my emotions. Like I thought about writing a letter because I heard uh, someone else, a pastor says he had uh, a trauma victim write letters. And I have a book that I'm reading about um, behavioral therapy. And there's some assignments about that, but I brought the book up and um and what's the other one but she pretty much she don't say much throughout the whole session and she make a confirm uh what i say or affirm me every now and again but that's about it and um yeah so she's okay though because just in case you know, I become a therapist, uh, I'll know how some of the things work and I'll have some of my own ideas. So that's that. So I'm going to stick with her for, a, I'm going to stick with her for now. But but back to needing someone to talk to. So uh, sometimes you may get tempted to go back to previous people that you're familiar with, that you know deep down don't mean no good. Like they may not have displayed anything really or said anything or done anything too crazy. But it's the little tidbits here and there that you picked up on. You might even have voiced your opinion about. But sometimes you think, well, but they've done this for me. They've done that for me. Or they might have helped you out of a real big, you know, issue or jam. But if after that you've seen that they didn't mean no good, that's when things should come to an end, or at least in my opinion, that's when they have to come to an end. Because um, if they're not respecting you as a person, hey, hey, I understand. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step out of the way and let that person go their way. But, so stay strong, even if you feel like going back to someone old, whether it's a family, friend, former partner, spouse, Stay strong and know that you're worth good treatment. You're worth somebody seeing your value and really respecting you for who you are. Uh, and the last thing uh, I want to talk about as far as, well, this can go as protecting your mental health too. I was listening to one of my, my favorite um, 
coaches online and he was talking about you know celebrity gossip certain celebrity gossip is hot right now right now it's um the whole jada thing jada pinkett smith she's putting out a book but he was warning like don't get caught up don't get caught up in celebrity gossip in general because those things are distractions to people that are really trying to build something you know and he explained how the devil wants people to pretty much just run in the hamster wheel but god god wants us to move forward you know at the most expeditious rate possible whatever's good for us he wants us to move forward and continue moving forward and the thing is when when we when i when people focus on those distractions that can't add anything to our life most of the time now some people will use it as a lesson but you know what i'm talking about um we're not moving forward like we could be we're not using our time as wise as possible so that's another way of protecting your mental health is just moving forward and trying to be as productive as possible and not get caught up in other people's, you know, um, stories unnecessarily. But what did we start out? What did I start out talking about? Um, protecting your mental health, you know, and, you know, keeping some of that positive energy for yourself or, you know, as much as possible. That's what I'm working on. And then you got to have somebody to talk to, you know, even if it's a coach, therapist, if you have a good friend that can pour into you as much as you can pour into them, that is good. And then also just protect your mental health and time by avoiding distractions as much as possible. Celebrity gossip is a big one, is a big one online. You know, sidebar, I kind of listen to people say, um, I kind of listen to people say sometimes like, oh, I don't watch TV. I don't watch TV. It's like, no, you don't watch TV. You watch social media, which is pretty much the same thing. It's just on your phone and you probably watch, still watch more social media than you would TV. Like if you were sitting in front of a TV. TV. So let's just try to be careful, y'all. Be more intentional and to steadily move and try to steadily move forward with our lives well i thank you for listening thank you for listening um and remember if you don't do anything else i pray that you love yourself and heal until next time y'all